Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about this low-T society that we find ourselves living in. Now, testosterone, of course, is a sex hormone. And even though women do produce testosterone, or in other words, we need it too, testosterone is mainly known for being the major sex hormone in men. Within the past few decades, though, researchers have begun to notice that testosterone levels in men are dropping. And even though some people might be cheering that on as if it signals the death of toxic masculinity or something, in this video, we're going to be talking about why that trend is worrying and the ways it's likely affecting our societies. But before we get into it, I have a quick message from our sponsor, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Black Rifle Coffee company is a veteran-owned and operated premium small batch roast-to-order coffee company for people who love America. They import only the highest quality beans from around the world and always roast-to-order their coffees for you after you place an order to ensure that you receive the freshest coffee available. All Black Rifle Coffee Company blends are available in whole bean and ground varieties, and they also have mini roasts available for purchase in single-serve coffee rounds. And the best way to enjoy this freedom-filled coffee is with the Black Rifle Coffee Club. You choose the amount and the the blends that you crave and they offer it to you at a special discounted price shipped free directly to your home or office every month. Guys, odds are you're already buying coffee, so why not buy coffee that tastes great, is more convenient, shares your value, and helps support the show. It's a quadruple win. So wake up to America's coffee by going to blackriflecoffee.com lauren. That's blackriflecoffee.com lauren. Enter the discount code lauren to receive 20% off your first order of any coffee products including Black Rifle coffee club. All right, have you ever been watching a movie that takes place in the 18 or 1900s and thought to yourself, in regard to the masculinity on display, man, we don't make them like we used to. Well, by and large, at least according to science, you'd be right. As the Huffington Post reported, quote, at present, our testosterone levels are under siege. Various factors appear to be pulling our T levels into the gutter, from sedentary jobs to poor diets and lifestyle choices to more ominous influences like environmental toxins. One particularly disturbing study, published in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism in 2007, indicated that men's testosterone levels plummeted 17% from 1987 to 2004. And that's controlling for health and lifestyle factors, such as obesity and diabetes, that are known to affect T levels. The study found not only only that individual men were losing testosterone as they aged, which is fairly normal, but that same age men from later eras had substantially lower T than their predecessors. A man who turned 65 in 2002, for example, had much lower T than a man who turned 65 in 1987. At the same time, males in the United States are experiencing an increased incidence of birth defects in the penis and testicles, a higher rate of testicular cancer, and a general decline in reproductive health. So when you're looking at your fellow college students full of non-binary, pansexual, socialist women studies majors thinking, gee, these guys seem kind of different than the photos my grandpa used to show me of himself and his friends when he was younger. No, it's not your imagination. Men really are different than they were just 50 or heck even 30 years ago. And those percentages are just what we know since we've been actively tracking and measuring testosterone levels. Can you imagine what they might have been 100 years ago or 200 years ago? As great as the low T virgin, high T chat memes are though, we should also probably go over what testosterone actually does. Like, 
according to doctors. You see, testosterone is a very important part of the human body, and as the Harvard Health Review explains, testosterone in males plays a number of important roles, including the development of the penis and testes, the deepening of the voice during puberty, the appearance of facial and pubic hair starting at puberty, muscle size and strength, bone growth and strength, sex drive, and sperm production. And testosterone is, again, so vital to our bodies, especially male bodies, that having too little of it can actually cause some pretty serious health problems. Adolescent boys with too little testosterone may not experience normal masculinization. For example, the genitals may not enlarge, facial and body hair may be scant, and the voice may not deepen normally. More seriously though, symptoms of testosterone deficiency in adult men include reduced body and facial hair, loss of muscle mass, low libido, impotence, small testicles, reduced sperm count and infertility, increased breast size, hot flashes, irritability, poor concentration and depression, loss of body hair, and brittle bones and an increased risk of fracture. And just from reading that list, if you pay any attention to what kinds of afflictions are becoming more and more common in many countries, things like depression, poor concentration, loss of muscle mass, and infertility, seeing a lot of those same issues on that list may have piqued your interest. Obviously, I'm not trying to attribute the increase of multiple widespread health concerns to one single factor, but still, testosterone levels are dropping. Symptoms commonly associated with low testosterone levels are increasing. I don't know, kind of seems like maybe we should be looking into that connection. So clearly the effects of testosterone on our bodies just physically is apparent and very real. But what's a little more controversial, but at the same time, in my opinion, even more interesting, are the ways that testosterone actually affects our behavior. It's no secret that hormones affect the way we act. Ask anyone who has been pregnant or who has had PMS or who has been around anyone who has been pregnant or had PMS, and they will confirm. And just Casually, if you were to ask someone how testosterone affects behavior, especially male behavior, they'd probably say something like, it causes aggression, bullying, makes you mean, toxic masculinity, etc, etc. In common parlance, testosterone has pretty much become synonymous with bad behavior. In fact, just a couple of years ago, Newsweek put out an article talking about how high testosterone impacts male behavior, and pretty much all of the things they listed were negative. According to one study, high testosterone investors were more likely to take greater risks with their work. It can also apparently impair your decision-making, according to one study that found that high testosterone levels were correlated with impulsivity. Plus, high testosterone can, you know, promote narcissism and, quote, exploitative and entitlement behaviors. Don't get me wrong, too much of anything can definitely be a bad thing, testosterone included. But when we're just talking about high testosterone, not too high, mind you, there is other research out there that's beginning to question the idea that testosterone testosterone's role in men is just to turn them into low IQ gorillas. In one interesting study, participants played a modified ultimatum game, which included the opportunity to punish or reward the other player. Administration of testosterone caused increased punishment of the other player, but also increased reward of larger offers. It was found that participants treated with testosterone were more likely to punish the proposer, and that higher testosterone levels were specifically associated with increased punishment of proposers who made unfair offers. 
indicating that testosterone did indeed potentiate aggressive responses to provocation. However, it was also noted that when participants administered testosterone received large offers, they were more likely to reward the proposer and also choose rewards of greater magnitude. These findings drove the researchers to conclude that this increased generosity in the absence of provocation indicates that testosterone can also cause pro-social behaviors that are appropriate for increasing status. The findings are inconsistent with a simple relationship between testosterone and aggression and provide causal evidence for a more complex role for testosterone in driving status-enhancing behaviors in males. Instead of simply making men more aggressive, these studies seem to show that, more broadly, testosterone enhances dominant behaviors in men which, fair enough, can sometimes translate to aggression, but can also translate to general leadership skills, including benevolent stewardship of the people around you. Despite what our society might say now, dominance is not necessarily a bad thing, especially when coupled with good leadership. And heck, I'd even go so far as to say that aggression itself isn't even a bad thing depending on what it's targeted toward. In fact, if you're being attacked, I'd even say aggression is necessary for self-defense. And we have a lot more to talk about, but first, I want to tell you guys about CarShield. Cars today are like computers on wheels, from electronically controlled transmissions to touchscreen displays to dozens of sensors. But all that tech stuff is expensive to fix if and when it breaks. CarShield has affordable protection plans that can save you thousands for a covered repair, including computers, GPS, electronics, and more. With CarShield, you're behind the wheel of your plan. Car Shield has customizable monthly plans with rates as low as $99 a month. You get to choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work, and CarShield takes care of the rest. They also offer 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. CarShield has helped over 1 million customers. So drive with confidence knowing you got coverage from America's number one auto protection provider. With rates as low as $99 a month, you have nothing to lose. So get covered by CarShield today. Call 800-CAR-6000 and mention code Lauren or visit carshield.com and use code Lauren to save 10%. That's carshield.com code Lauren. A deductible may apply. Okay, so, so far we know that testosterone levels affect our bodies and behavior and that these levels are dropping, but what does this mean for our society as a whole? Well, apparently some of the low T memes are true because strong men, with strength of course being correlated with testosterone, are more likely to be right-wing. A Daily Mail article from 2013 explains that men who are strong are more likely to take a right-wing stance, while weaker men support the welfare state, researchers claim. Their study discovered a link between a man's upper body strength and their political views. Scientists from Aarhus University in Denmark collected data on bicep size, socioeconomic status, and support for economic redistribution from hundreds in America, Argentina, and Denmark. The figures revealed that men with higher upper body strength were less likely to support left-wing policies on the redistribution of wealth. But men with low upper body strength were more likely to put their own self-interest aside and support a welfare state. Super unbiased reporting there, I'm sure. The researchers found no link between upper body strength and redistribution opinions among women. While leftists may paint that data as saying, weak men are just more altruistic, Someone who actually has more testosterone than a room full of Vox editors, and yes, I include myself in that, might instead say, 
Huh, it looks like strong men are less likely to be socialists who hope to leech off the success of those more competent than themselves and less likely to advocate the government coerce people into doing things they don't want to do. Just different perspectives. And before anyone tries to chime in with that whole right-wingers are just selfish stick, remember, on average, Republicans do give more to charity than Democrats, okay? There's this thing called voluntary giving that I feel gets left out of the wealth redistribution conversation a lot. But anyway, one delicious anecdote that displays this trend quite nicely was that time the BuzzFeed Try Guys tested their testosterone levels and all but one of them had a T-score in the 200s, which is interesting considering that the average T-score of a guy in his mid-20s is actually in the mid-600s. Yeah, those are ridiculously, though not surprisingly, low levels. So low, in fact, that even President Trump, who's in his 70s, has a higher T-level than those guys with a score of 440. Heck, I'm pretty sure even I have a higher T-level than they do. It's just, it's, it's so very low. And by the way, can you imagine Trump as president with a T-score in like the 660s? The wall would be built by now, and it would extend around California and New York, I'm sure. Do I think that if we were to just sprinkle testosterone in the water, that everybody would soon be wearing MAGA hats, and that every guy who's less physically strong is just some literal communist, or that if you're not the physical embodiment of Dolph Lundgren, then you're not really a man? No, obviously not. None of this is that simple. But considering the health problems that are becoming more and more frequent in our societies and how much the Overton window in Western countries has shifted left recently, I think, yeah, testosterone levels are something we should talk about. Oh, and if the impacts to your physical health or society don't concern you, then maybe the fact that testosterone also impacts your dating life will. Yeah, did you know that low-T men are literally more likely to be cucks? I mean, I'm, I'm extrapolating a bit, but I'm right. As one study reported, in a sample of undergraduate men, the relationship between testosterone, intrasexual competitiveness, and mate retention behavior was examined. Results showed that higher basal testosterone predicted more self-reported mate retention effort. This relationship was mediated by intrasexual competitiveness, such that high-T men reported more intrasexual competitiveness, which, when included in the model, predicted mate retention and reduced the initial T-mate retention relationship to statistical non-significance. It seems obvious to state, but it's actually supported by science that if you ever see any guys out there who either don't care or are even turned on by the fact that their girlfriends are either flirting with or seeing other guys, you're likely looking at a low-T specimen right there. And not only are testosterone levels correlated with intrasexual competition, but according to another study, it also makes men more flirtatious. As some researchers noted, in interactions with women, Men who had experienced a greater T increase during a contest subsequently showed more interest in the women, engaged in more self-presentation, smiled more, and made more eye contact. No such effects were seen in interactions with other men. Hmm, maybe all the low-T, high-T memes are right to a certain extent. In any case, I think that's a good place to leave things, and as always, I would love to know what you guys think. Do you think we should be more concerned about these testosterone levels, and if so, what do you think are the factors that are causing the decline? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.